Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson, and today is Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2022. Today's moment is brought to you by FB Contractors in Osceola. If you're looking for a quality and affordable constructor for your next project, garages, pole barns, pouring concrete, choose FB Contractors for professional results and relationships that last. Don't wait, get moving on a quote today at fbcontractorsinc.com or 715-755-3533. Well, I hope the first half of your week has been prodigious. How about that for an adjective? I always try to use a different one every week. Some quick thanks, though, uh, for our previous sponsor, Kelly, and everyone over at American Farmer Proud. That was a lot of fun for the past month. And just a sneak peek for you all, WPT will be collaborating with American Farmer Proud on some pretty awesome t-shirt designs, but only if you visit our booth at Farm Tech Days. So make sure to get out to see us in Clark County, Loyal, to be specific, this July 12th, 13th, and 14th. We would love to see you in person. Also, a big thanks to Brian and his team at FB Contractors for their current sponsorship. If you're looking for somebody who operates with integrity, we really cannot say enough good things about our friends over at FB Contractors. Let's jump into some news together. So you've probably heard about this, but children, little kids in the Keel School District, three eighth eighth grade boys to be precise, have been slapped with a sexual harassment complaint under Title IX, which protects individuals from sex discrimination. These eighth grade boys' horrendous infractions, you ask? They didn't use newspeak. As the school district alleges, they used incorrect pronouns when referring to another student. And since these are public school districts in Wisconsin, no offense, one might stand to argue, given our state's reading scores, that these boys couldn't identify a pronoun if they tried. Thank God, like almost every major civil liberties case in our state these days, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty stepped up and yesterday asked the school district to dismiss the sexual harassment complaint, arguing that the use of incorrect pronouns not only does not constitute sexual harassment under Title IX, it doesn't even violate the school district's own policies. Will Deputy Counsel Luke Berg said school administrators can't force minor students to comply with their preferred mode of speaking, and they certainly shouldn't be slapping a graders with Title IX investigations for what amounts to protected speech. This is a terrible precedent to set with enormous ramifications. Will's letter to the school district urges the district to immediately end its investigation, dismiss the complaints, and remove them from the students' records. We'll keep you posted. Come one, come all into 1984. According to the Department of Health Administration, or Health, sorry, Health Services in Madison, a rise in COVID cases calls for increased precautions to protect health statewide. DHS is urging residents living in counties experiencing high COVID-19 community levels to wear masks indoor in public. Although the virus continues to change, we have the tools to fight it thanks to effective vaccines. Okay. Accessible testing and new treatments, said Karen Timberlake, DHS Secretary-designee. As cases increase statewide, all Wisconsinites have an essential role to play in keeping ourselves and our communities healthy and protecting those around us, especially those who are at high risk for severe illness. It's almost as if AI is writing these press releases at this point. 
And an odd aside to this story, and we will have a full write-up in Monday's Weekly Insider with footnotes, it would appear the Biden administration is leading the charge of Western nations to delegate all public health authority to the WHO, that's the World Health Organization, in future emergencies. As this was pointed out to me recently, there is no enforcement mechanism by which the WHO can enforce anything in the United States, and the judiciary will likely have a field day with this. But this is kind of scary, a scary precedent to set unelected individuals who aren't American dictating American policy. Sounds like a great plan, Joe. Not a joke, as he would say, or always says, every single speech. More to come on that. On Monday, the UW Board of Regents announced they had chosen Dr. Jennifer Mnookin, Dean of the School of Law at UCLA, to be the new Chancellor of UW-Madison. Yesterday, Speaker Robin Voss released a statement on that selection. I am disappointed in the Board of Regents' blatant partisan selection of Dr. Mnookin as the next leader for UW-Madison. In doing a simple search, you quickly find she wholeheartedly supports critical race theory being taught on campus, is in favor of widespread vaccine mandates, and also met with Hunter Biden in 2019 to entertain a proposal that he joined the UCLA faculty to teach drug policy. Honest to God. This is not a Mel Brooks script. This is real. Speaker Voss went on, We deserve campus leaders who will encourage healthy debate, diverse thoughts, and freedom of expression. Given her obvious viewpoints and political donations, Manuka needs to prove she supports free speech on campus and not politically correct ideologies. After all the work Tommy Thompson and Rebecca Blank attempted to strengthen relationships between the university and the legislature, this is a step backwards. I strongly hope the Board of Regents will reconsider their selection. End quote. In response, Mnookin said she had not yet met with Speaker Voss, but looks forward to doing so. And just for some context, a majority of the regents that are currently on that board were appointed by Governor Evers, so I'd be willing to bet one of my kidneys that they don't reconsider. Governor Evers and the Department of Health Services today announced that they are spending $6 million in federal funds from the CDC to expand the WIS Caregiver Careers Workforce Development Program. The program was launched in 2018 under Governor Walker to address the shortage of CNAs in Wisconsin nursing homes. Across Wisconsin, a strong health care and long-term care provider workforce is essential to the health of our entire state, said Governor Evers. With an aging population, Wisconsin has been facing a health care workforce shortage for years, a challenging COVID-19 pandemic, uh, and this funding will support real solution to the state's health care staffing needs that will benefit our state well beyond this pandemic. So that's all for today. Here's one from President Reagan who said, we must reject the idea that every time a law is broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. It is time to restore the American precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. With that, have a great rest of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.